All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Can you see Right to Pedersen, who tries a bank pass for Besser in with a shot. He scores. A moment's notice. Adams leads to the line. Hughes scores. In this existence, take you to the sun. First career NHL goal. Quinn Hughes makes it one nothing. You're listening to Canucks Conversation. Quinn Hughes, the reporter here. Like, I don't, I won't cover the Canucks. Yeah. I cover Quinn Hughes and what he's doing to the Canucks. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Just wave the guy and get Demko involved. I'm one of the men in Valentine's Day. Wow. We should do a radio show together. <laughs> right on. I want to fist bump you right now. What a Don't waste all the good stuff on the off air. Let's go.
Hello, Canucks fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Canucks Conversation, delivered to you by the great folks at DoorDash. Ding dong. Use promo code CONVODD, capital C, capital D's, all one word, CONVODD. That will be 25% off and free delivery on your first order with the DoorDash app. Does not get much better than that, folks. My name is David Quadrelli. I'm joined, as always, by the man who built the place, Chris Faber. Our technical producer is Alex Allard. High above Rogers Arena, and for our live show listeners, a different view this time. As you may have heard yesterday, folks, oh, man. I'm not going to try to rehash Mm-mm. this too much because I'm going to throw off Faber right don't, away yep, don't off start the hop. Today. I'm not going to I'm not going to get into it too much, but a camera broke yesterday. Chris is very rattled about it. He's blaming everybody except himself uh, for the camera falling. It's me and the network now, me and my company that I work for. We're in a we're in You a were tussle. calling me out before. You were saying, I'm pissed at everybody at Nation Network, everybody in senior management. Yeah. You said you're pissed at me apparently for you. Uh, I'm the witness. You're going to complain to senior management, and I'll go back and say no. He installed it poorly. I don't know about that. We'll have a talk. We'll have me and the the big bosses are going to have to have a sit. Yeah, down you're trying here. to go over me on that one. Yep, as yeah. I typically do with the company <laughs> stuff. Yeah, <laughs> over your head. Hey, I got something for you. Sure. This ep- I still put the episode numbers on the podcast when we release it for the podcast, yes. folks. Episode three hundred and thirty three for this one here today. 333 times. That's going to be lucky or something. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I feel like it's a cool number. We we haven't we haven't done a cool uh, cool number, so I thought I'd mention it anyways. 333, little fun. When was the last time we had a cool number? I guess 300. 300 would have been a good one to do uh, something about. Maybe have like a, a Michigan State Spartan on the show, which is my university, by the way. Ever told you that? My team that I root for in university sports. Oh, no. I didn't know Michigan that. State, my boys. I don't know what it was in the, when I was a teenager. I was drawn to them as a team. In my Madden, my career, mm-hmm. I did uh, Oregon. 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 That's Ducks. a good one too. Yeah. Have you ever Have you ever seen uh, a campus or seen sports live in NCAA? Like anything? no, never. Hmm. We went down to Washington State, uh, the Cougars. We went down and watched the Washington State Cougars play when I was playing baseball back in the day, and we actually got to try out. They had one of the first. Um, it was like a big screen, then a hole appeared from it. I've told you about this, and there was like it was a pitcher in motion on a screen throws the pitch and you would like hit it from the screen and at the time this is like 2009 this was in, this was crazy it was so wild to be able to to the the technology that it was working together that we were able to do there and uh people on my monster update here on you uh, on the old youtube nothing today going with the uh, sussex mug the gateway to the fundy experience which is the bay of fundy where i proposed to my fiance that's sweet yeah at uh, fundy national park i like that story I, I would ask you to tell it again, but I don't think we should do that. Well, we don't really have time. No. It's a good story, though. Yeah, Canada Day, there was fireworks in the background. Were you, yeah, so hang on. Were you at all worried that you would have a bad proposal story? Like, is that something nope. you were thinking of? Uh, no, because there was fireworks going off. Well, that's um, what I mean. Sorry, is I mean, like, you, you wanted to make the plan foolproof so that you wouldn't have, like, a... The hardest part was, I told you, and you knew I was worried about this going into, was getting mm-hmm. the ring through everything without her noticing that the ring was there. Because we, we had to fly yeah. across Canada, right? Yeah, that would have been a bad proposal so, story. But the only, I guess the the downside was we didn't get good pictures of it because it was like nighttime. Oh yeah, and you can nobody see the ring. Yeah, nobody yeah, yeah, aside yeah. from her best friend knew that that was happening then. So um, yeah, didn't get like a good picture out of it, which is unfortunate. A little life hack: can't see the ring, you just propose in the dark. Yeah, it's like those uh, Henderson Silver Knights helmets. Well, that's what we were sitting out there, and then the fireworks were still going on forever. And I'm like, well, like. Can we just bail on these fireworks? Like, it's just like, you know, it's Bay of Fundy fireworks. Not like, it's a huge Yeah, you, you miscalculated so. how long the fireworks Yeah, were. so they were went on forever. She didn't even get a chance to see the ring up to that point. So, uh, went from there. But I've been noticing my fiance, she shows me pictures of really ugly wedding rings a lot lately. So, I feel mm. like I did a good job because these ones that are ugly, 
uh, in her eyes anyways, are nothing like the one I got her. So happy about that. When you picked the ring, and we're going to get off this soon. Well, we, when you yeah, picked the ring. How Don did Taylor you, coming up. Yeah, Don Taylor. We'll get to that in a sec. Uh, when you picked the ring, how did you kind of decide like which one? Did she like give you a bunch of tips or what? Well, I asked her best friend, and then we just That's the move. behind her back talking to her the whole time and then we set things up that way so nice that's the move yeah i remember when you were getting that and i i you were telling me just in case uh your fiance and i chatted at any point mm. and she's like where's chris i'm like oh i think he's buying a ring oh my gosh yeah was, no we were good we were good she's getting um, mad at me for being out all the time i was buying you a damn ring yeah so. <laughs> she's listening right now probably too yeah i'm gonna hear about it okay hey, last thing before we get into it sure. is, is your twitter still up and running your blue check mark still looks good yeah yeah everybody you're, uh you're gonna charge you eight months i eight, saw everybody, uh, everybody next month. no i canceled that i <laughs> yeah it's another story um Everybody kind of did their, uh, you know, their final monologue on Twitter last night. People were like, thanks for the ride. I'm like, oh. what do you guys think is going to happen? Yeah, Come you on. got your inside info. The blue check marks, uh, you guys yeah, all got a message, marks, right? Yeah, the blue check you get the newsletter. Yeah, you guys got a newsletter. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> no, I, uh, I I did tell people to follow my Instagram, though, including Mr. Rick Dollywall. Uh, and Dollywall said, not a chance. And then Harmon and right. I just started trolling him together, mm-hmm. which was, uh, yeah, the, the, the young guys, those young guys like Squadrelli, as uh, Dollywall would say. Uh, Harmon and I just had a little fun with uh, Rick last night. Speaking of Rick, uh, his co-host, Mr. Don Taylor, will join us today. I'd say around the 25-minute mark for the podcast listeners, around 125 for the live show listeners, a little bit later uh, today. Don Taylor, all of our guests are brought to you by the great folks at Zephyr Epic. Good folks over there at Zephyr Epic. You can use promo code Hockey Season, capital H, capital S, all one word, Hockey mm-hmm. Season. That will give you $5 off your order at ZephyrEpic.com, Z-E-P-H-Y-R, Epic. Check them out on all platforms. They've got you covered for all of your trading card needs, the Pokemans, the hockey cards, the football cards. I've been big in the Madden Ultimate team right now. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind picking up some football cards. Uh, Zephyr Epic is where you should do it. The best part about Zephyr Epic is they ship free anywhere in Canada on any order over $50 Canada-wide from... Yeah, from... Uh... Burnaby to, uh, oh, geez, to Brooks, Alberta. You just come up with that? Yeah, Burnaby to Brooks. Did you just think of those? Yep. Good for you. Well, we got Donnie coming up here, so the king of Burnaby. Might as well mention North Burnaby. North Burnaby. Well, whatever. As he would specify, and I would specify. And the specify. Brooks Bandits, they are a, a just an absolute wagon in the AJHL, right? Brooks Bandits, those, mm-hmm. that's a squad. What I think earlier this year, they won a game something like, and someone can correct me if I'm wrong, look this up. It was like 24 nothing or something, mm-hmm. and the coach like got interviewed after, and it's like, He's like, I don't know. I'm thinking about looking at like a different profession. <laughs> like, it's like, what do you do when you lose? Like, tw- I think it was 21. I think it was 21 nothing uh, in the AJHL. Someone can fact check me on that uh, in the chat here. By the way, nice to see the people in the chat. Brian, Aiden, welcome, folks. Yeah, uh, check out Zephyr Epic. Chat. There's a lot of people in the not a lot of people in the chat, but a lot of people watching the video. I'm curious. The chat's a little quiet. Fridays normally don't, get people don't going. summon them. Don't summon well, the Cody in here, here we the go. chat. Oh, Cody, I don't want him in here anymore. Yeah. He's bandies. Oh, Knopp is asking what the difference between North and South Burnaby is. Yeah. You know what? That's going to be our opening question sure. for What's Donnie this? Uh, I see Cody in here talking about uh, pictures that he's posting or something to click his website. <laughs> okay. Looking for love or something. Okay, so you come up with the uh, things at the ticker at the bottom there, and you've written Bright Lights Van oh, City beautiful. as the first. Can you please expand well, on it's, that? First of all, it's a beautiful day here. And by the way, today I've calmed, I've calmed down quite a bit. I've noticed that... Throughout the week, I've, uh, I've I've been yelling a little bit too much. So today, I'm not going to get I'm not going to be yelling or anything today. I'm going to keep things nice and calm. And look at the beautiful you can see it on YouTube. Beautiful view today. So this is nice and relaxing today. I'm not going to be yelling at What's all. With the today. ASMR. Well, I don't want to be. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to be yelling today. You don't like, have to yell, but just let use my a voice do the work. Speaking voice. You're gonna you're gonna get me freaking going here. 
I said bright lights. No, I'm not going to. I said bright lights in Van City because tonight is the only NHL game on the night. In the whole That's wide true. league, you got teams from all across the continent, and only two of them are playing tonight. The only NHL game on the docket. Vancouver Canucks hosting the LA Kings tonight. Looks like we're going to see Thatcher Demko. He was first off the ice. Um, so Thatcher Demko is going to be back in that, and he's kind of what I wanted to discuss here a little bit. Feels like it needs to be one of these nights where he really shows up, man. Tonight is one of those nights where I think you need Thatcher Demko to look like, you know, if you want to start to get things, not even back on track, but just start to have a better feeling around the organization. I think that, I, I wonder how much he's thinking about it, right? Like, I, I think that's something that we've heard, um, you know, from me talking to Woodley here at practice and everything. Like, I, I think that he's thinking maybe too much about the game right now. And mm-hmm. it, listen, he's in a tough spot to be put into with this team and how many scoring chances he has to face every single night. So there's probably a lot of like, Probably a lot of dark thoughts going through a goaltender's mind when they have to play in front of this Canucks team or behind this Canucks team. But I, I think tonight's one of those nights where, listen, the whole league's going to be watching, right? If, if you're watching, if you're looking for a hockey game tonight, this is the only one, right? If you're out east, the game starts at 10. None of them are staying up for it. But at least like a lot of ho- hockey fans in the Midwest and the West Coast, they're all going to be watching tonight's game if you just want to get a hockey game in. So I think tonight's a night where it, it'd be really nice to see Thatcher Demko step up here and have one of these games. Like, do you not... Thought about this, like in preseason, remember Thatcher Demko had two really good games. Like he had the shutout against Arizona, which yeah, I don't seven really shots, so <laughs> sure. But like he had a shutout then, and then the game against Seattle, he was really good too for for I think like the first fifty minutes of it. But then the season started and things have not gone his way. Feels like tonight's night. I just I don't know something about this being like the only game, the only like eyes right now for NHL fans to watch. It's the only thing you're going to see on the highlights from the NHL. Uh, I'm sure they'll have something about Austin Matthews and what shampoo he's using, but like this is the only highlights you're going to see out of the NHL tonight. So I feel like it's a big, big lights. That's why I said bright lights in Van City. You you are going to see Thatcher Demko have to kind of step into those bright lights tonight. And it's not like he's never done it in the past. He, he's a guy who can step up in big moments. And I think tonight I feel like it's a big moment more than it should be, right? It's a, it's a Friday night game against the Kings, but I think there should be a little bit of pressure here on Demko to, to have one of those good nights tonight. I mean, yeah, you kind of outlined it quite well there. Um, for all the talk that's made of a Saturday night game where, oh, everybody's going to be paying attention, it's a 4 p.m. start or whatever, everybody's paying attention to this one. Like, if mm. you cover hockey, you are paying attention to this game. And uh, Kyle... I'm not going to try that last name. Kyle A. jumped in the chat and said, Damn, I feel bad for hockey fans forced to watch the Canucks tonight. You kind of feel that way. Kyle, big guy. Abbotsford uh, Canucks season ticket holder. He's out of the Abbey all the time. Oh, is that? Okay. Yeah. Anyways, um, mm-hmm. good for good for Kyle. You uh, met Kyle before. Just so I was know. just about to ask that, yeah. but I didn't want to call him out. So, <laughs> Kyle, uh, thanks for jumping in the chat. But, okay, um, you, you kind of brought it up there in terms of the national discussion where everybody's going to be watching this game and the discussions have been rampant this week. About- Let me just say that. I don't think everyone's watched this game, but it's like what I said. When you go to Sportsnet in the morning or at night or whatever, and you watch Sportsnet exactly. tonight, like this is the only hockey. Sure. So that's the way that people are going to see. So it is going to be like the highlights. Are you yeah. going to see Thatcher Demko get lit up for six goals? You hope not. Or are you going to hear, you know, it's trouble in paradise for the right. Canucks or whatever it is that they'll come up with yep. for those highlight shows. It'll be something, yeah. And, and, and that's the thing. For all the talk that's been made about changes, Bruce Boudreaux still here. Like, mm-hmm. There's no trade that's happened. We've heard that the Canucks are super active trying to make a trade, but you know, there's that saying that when you try so hard to make a trade, you're almost guaranteed to make a bad one. So obviously mm-hmm. the Canucks are trying to be cognizant of that, but at some point you do have to pull the trigger. Like You have to make a change at some point. And it feels like that's what everybody's kind of waiting for, and I don't think anybody really is looking at this and saying, 
well, Bruce needs to be fired. Like Bruce is the problem, but I do think that people are looking at it based on everything that's happened with Rutherford coming out and calling him out on multiple occasions already this year. But yeah. really, the one with the exclamation mark was this past one on Sportsnet 650 that he did. It's kind of got the conversation going like, when's the move going to come? Because you obviously don't like the coach that you have. So what? What do you? What's your plan here? And again, that's why people keep looking for this plan. And I'm not going to repeat it again. I've said it on every show talking about the plan and everything. I'm not going to say it again. But. Mm-hmm. Right now, people are paying attention to the Canucks, and look, the LA Kings have won seven of their last ten games. Like, they're a good team. They just took down Connor McDavid and the Edmonton Oilers, literally, led by Alex Edler's right knee, which we talked about yesterday. I'm not going to get into it again. No, that's um, all they're doing on Oilers Nation this whole whole yeah, day. Yeah, it's very. I've seen very six articles about the that meltdown. Hit. Yeah, it's very funny watching the meltdown. Uh, okay, anyway, what I really wanted to get to here is just that people are going to be paying attention to this game. Yeah. The Canucks need to come out and either they need to have Thatcher Demko steal them a game or, hey, here's an idea. They need to have a commanding effort where they come out and just full throttle the whole time, win the game. Yep, that's all you need. And I think uh, we'll get to the line changes here because we are going to see some changes to the lineup for the Vancouver Canucks as they're back home. But uh, the stats are on the screen right now. Thatcher Demko, 1-8-2 and two on the season, right? The Canucks have five wins this year. Spencer Martin has four of them. So... That's what I'm saying. Like the, you know, it's it's obviously been a tough start to the season for Demko, but we are going to see a change in the lineup. So we'll get that up here, Alex. Let's have a look at it. Um, so yeah, Vasily Podkolz and Jack Rathbone and Kyle Burrows they were out on the ice uh, working late today. So it looks like they're going to be out of the lineup. The changes that we have to the actual lines, uh, it looks like Curtis Lazar is going to slide into the lineup tonight. Uh, this is the one from yesterday, Alex. I might have put the wrong one in there. Uh, you can pull up my tweet, Alex, with the lines here, but. A uh, little bit of a change. It looks like uh, Niels Huglander is going to play on a line with Sheldon Dries and Brock Besser. Uh, he, so that trio is going to come together. That's going to be interesting to watch in the third line. No change to the top six. You're still going to see that uh, Kuzmenko, Pedersen, Mikheyev line. You're going to see that trio still together, uh, as well as JT Miller playing on the wing with Bo Horvat and Connor Garland. So you're going to see that as a top line. But the bottom line, it looks like Pod Colson's going to be a scratch tonight, um, which could be like somewhat to do with the eye as well. Like he's wearing that bubble. Um, I don't think it's the worst idea to give him another night off here and let Lazar come in, but I was a little surprised to see Lazar coming in to play on the wing on that fourth line. I'm going to be very curious how these bottom six lines ends up like having the ice time given out to them, right? Well, I mean... Uh, That Dries and Besser combination the other night did not play a lot. I I would not be surprised at all to see that Joshua, Amon, Lazar line like play more than Dries, Besser, and Huglander. And to say that at the start of the season, like Dries, I mean, Dries out of the equation, which is a little strange to me. But just I, I wouldn't be surprised to see that trio not play a lot tonight. Like I, I'm going to be curious to see what happens in the forward group there. Bruce kind of hinted at it after morning skate, which you attended. Uh, he talked about how Curtis Lazar, you know, he's almost ready. So that makes me think that maybe Lazar didn't pass a conditioning thing or whatever. And Bruce kind of looked at him and said, okay, maybe... Not yet, or something like that. Maybe you're not ready to go he's in and play game center. Time, he said today. He said he's a game time decision. We talked to Lazar yesterday. He said I'm ready to play first line minutes and be on the first power play unit. And he, obviously, he was joking, but he said, "Yeah, I'm good. It's up to the coach." Like that's what Lazar said yesterday. So clearly, Lazar thinks he's good. So it's not a matter of Lazar saying, "Hey, you know what? Maybe put me on the wing, or maybe mm. I'm not ready to go." He's ready to play the first line minutes. Yeah. So again, if this is a decision from Bruce Boudreaux, it'll be interesting to kind of hear the thought process that goes behind it. If you know. He said he's a game-time decision, so if Lazar sits, is it a uh, 
conditioning thing because Boudreaux said he's he's almost ready or something like that. Yeah, he looks ready. Lines. He's excited to play. Uh, even chatting with him about it, he's very excited to get back in the lineup. He's just, a, I mean, Lazar's just a gamer. I, I think that as the years go by here on this contract, was it three years at one million for the next three like three seasons? Mm-hmm. That's going to look like a really good contract, I think, moving forward with Lazar and the role that he's going to play and the money he's making. Hell yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy. Like he's great to deal with in the media. I think he brings a lot of energy every single game like that. It's one of the better contracts on the Vancouver Canucks moving forward. But let's talk about the defense pairings a little bit. He's still the man, quads. Still the man. Uh, Riley Stillman looks like he's going to be lining up with Tyler Myers tonight. As we saw, Rathbone and Burroughs putting in some extra work after practice. Kind of, what do they call it? They call it getting rinsed? Yeah. Is that offensive? No. Okay. I don't think so. Well, some of these things, you can't say these words anymore. But, yeah, they're out there on the ice later. Um, with them and Pod Colson was out there working with Spencer Martin. So, like, yeah, I'm not expecting to see Rathbone and Burroughs, which is what the hell's going on. I mean, Burroughs. You're not talking about Rathbone. No, I'm like, Rathbone, cool. Like, I literally, I just want to see this kid be able to develop a little bit, whether if it's playing games at the NHL or send him down to the AHL, get him into some work. Kyle Burroughs, I just don't understand. Like, after the game, Bruce Boudreau talks about him being one of their better defensemen, like talking about how he shows up every single game and always impresses after every game. And it's like, I don't understand. Like, the only thing I really think here is, like, is Stillman playing because the general manager traded for him, like, and they want to make him look like he was, like, a half-decent player in return when he really just hasn't looked the part, right? Like, I, I can't see a reason why, aside from that, that Stillman's playing over Burroughs because Burroughs in every facet of the game is better and has been better this season. It, it literally makes no sense. And and again, this isn't even just us saying this. The only thing is Stillman's left-handed. That is the only thing, but Burroughs can which, play the... I'm not sorry, so, i got to calm down. Which is so Burrows irrelevant. Burroughs can play the left side. It, it's so irrelevant. And the thing is, is we've seen Burroughs get used heavily mm-hmm. under Bruce Boudreaux, like last game... Down the stretch, Burroughs was the shutdown D-man. I like you look at this lineup. Burroughs is one of the four, if not five, best defensemen through and through. Like yeah. someone in the chat jumped in and said, "I'd rather see Rathbone Burroughs as a third pairing over Stillman Myers That's, at this point." I know would I think a lot of people would rather see that. Like to me, it's like Stillman shouldn't be one of these guys in the top six. In my eyes, like hey, maybe Myers would need a night off. But the fact that they're out on the ice late. Yeah, I don't think you're going to see this pairing together. It's, it's and, tough. And that's what it comes down to is the plan, right? And again, we keep talking about him beating this drum, but what is your plan? Is it to win games? Because if you actually want to win games, Kyle Burroughs gives you a better shot at that. So what's the plan, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's what it comes down to is just figuring out what that plan is, executing it from the top down to the organization. Like, I want to see the concession workers in the organization knowing what the plan is and knowing, you know, say someone asks them a question. I know I'm going off here. But say uh, you, you're buying popcorn and you say, hey, I wonder what uh, what the thought process is here. That guy should be able to answer that question a little bit, don't you think? Why is Stillman playing, you ask the uh, guy as you're on your sixth beer? That's right. No, I mean... <laughs> I'm going off, but... Zabero's got a point to you. Lazar should be the third line center over drives. Oh, here Alex there. Yeah, we much. got Alex. <laughs> it's coming through. Uh, but I think it's just... Lazar, I think, overdrives is an interesting one as well. The fact that he's not going to be playing in that spot right now is a little curious to me. But I like I understand that drives is a center. You want him in the lineup. And maybe Lazar is actually like a true game time decision. And maybe we will see some changes, you know, from the lines at, at practice today to what we actually end up seeing on the ice. Like that's a possibility too, if it's a legitimate game time decision here for Lazar. Habero jumped in the chat and said, is Bruce trying to get fired? 
It's a good question. But the latter question is, like you said, mm-hmm. if it is to appease management to play Stillman, which I don't, I don't know if it is. Uh, I've I've seen people throwing it out there in rumors. I can't say that with any sort of, um, you know, guarantee that that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. But hey, is uh, is is Bruce trying to get fired, or or would he yeah, get fired if he didn't that. play Stillman? No, I don't know about that. I think no yeah, matter what the case with with two days off here as well, like we haven't really touched on that yet, but. You take a big L tonight. If you're and Bruce Boudreaux with the whole weekend off, right? Like the the rumors are already swirling. If you lose tonight, I, I don't think the rumors can swirl anymore, right? Like I think a move is going to come, especially with the two days off. And that's the on thing a weekend, is, you roll into next week, kind of reset. Like it, you know, tonight is a must win if Bruce Boudreaux, I think, wants to keep his job. Or maybe, maybe tonight the win doesn't even matter. Yeah, well, right? exactly. Like, could it be that as yeah, well? Yeah, exactly. And you almost feel a little bit bad for Bruce because like oh, he yeah, was making jokes about it, his last media availability on the road. Did you yep. notice that? Where yep. uh, it was like, how good did it feel to get the win? He's like, oh, really good for a couple of reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with that, we'll bring in Don Taylor of Donnie and Dolly. Don, how are you today? Thank you for joining us. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burroughs Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Good. Everything good? You guys can hear me? Everything, yes. Uh, working? Absolutely. Good. Quads was real worried about you uh, connecting on that link here. So don't worry about well, it. Well, Dollywall, Dollywall told us you're not very good with technology. So we were, uh, we were excited not, that you got in. Yeah. And he is. Like, <laughs> please, give, give me a break. You know, it's funny. I was contemplating. I often wear a toque. And I was contemplating, you know, uh, should I wear a toque or not? I might be a little disrespectful if I do. And then quads, I'm looking at you. You got the toque on, looking good. That's right. I, I feel bad about my fashion choice now. People don't want to see this head. Come on. Yeah, quads has been hearing it in the chat about the bangs that he's been rocking. So I've noticed the toque has come out to help him here a little bit. So he's yeah, he's in his own no, category. It looks good. Very Canadian. Very Canadian. No <laughs> Thank problem. you. Donnie, let's get started here with the Vancouver Canucks. Um where to start, really? Uh, uh, there's a lot going on. I think the coach is going to be an interesting spot tonight. Are you looking at Bruce Boudreaux's future here just from tonight's game? Are we at that point now? 
I, I hope not, in, in part because I like the guy and I think he's a very good coach, at least during the regular season. And certainly uh, we harken back to last year, he looked like, like he was pretty good. And I say I hope not because I know the history of this organization. If they make a deal, or probably if they make a move, do they have somebody in mind? Like really? Do, do, I mean, it's one thing to let somebody go, but you better have a damn good replacement especially when you're dealing with people. I don't care how old you are. There's been a lot of suffering when, when you're dealing with people who are really frustrated right now. So it, uh, I, I'm going to go off on a bit of a tangent right here. But uh, this particular uh, scenario reminds me of the late 90s when Brian Burke took over, uh, came back to the Canucks for a second time and was the general manager of the Canucks. And Mike Keenan was his head coach. And it was clear nothing was uh, – you know, nothing was going to work between the two. And Brian made a move. But the person he made a move for was in big-time demand, and that was Mark Crawford. If the Canucks hadn't moved on Mark Crawford, somebody else would have. He was a very hot commodity mm. at the time. Uh, Team Canada coach, Stanley Cup winning coach with Colorado. Is that guy out there right now? Are, are people going all out to go to, to hire Rick Tockett? Maybe they are. I, I'm I'm not really sure, but uh, I I only think you make a move if you know that the guy you you're you're going to bring in will be gone. That somebody that you want w- will be uh, gone if you don't make that move. Now, I'm not so sure that guy's out there. Donnie, what would you suggest for the Canucks at this point? Because we we've thrown around the word rebuild, we've thrown around the word yeah. okay, they can make a comeback, they can do all this sort of stuff, but. Where do the Canucks go from here? Like, if you're in charge, what's your first move? Well, I've gone on and on, uh, you know, back at the funny station and even here uh, before uh, um, Alvin and Rutherford got to Vancouver. I'm, I'm all for a rebuild in large part because as I go old man again, you know, going back to 1970, uh, they never really committed to a full rebuild the way a lot of teams have, like the Kings have, and that, you know the, the team that's coming in coming in tonight, they got rid of a lot of uh, of people. Not got rid of, but they they made the most of, of assets that were near and dear to the hearts of a lot of LA Kings fans, mm-hmm. and they decided to focus on a rebuild. And you know the Canucks, at least you know the last two eras have never done that. And I I just would like to see at my age something different being done. And and. That to me is is a rebuild. I think this market would accept that in in a heartbeat, especially when it looks like it, it looks at a team like the Kings or the Red Wings. But let's let's focus on the Kings because they're in town tonight. They're ten points ahead of the Canucks. They made the playoffs last year hmm. in, in the midst of what is supposed to be a rebuild. That's that's pretty good. And they've got you know players waiting in the wings to join this organization to join the big team. That's pretty impressive. And the Canucks have never had a focus like that. And it's it's. I think pretty disappointing for a lot of people uh, that this new group comes in and it just seems the exact same. So I'm, I'm all for a rebuild. I'm, I'm okay with it. And I think Canuck fans by and large, having seen what other teams have done, you know, um, with rebuilds with, you know, great young players, there's great young players in the Canucks organization, but it's, it's just frustrating to not have that here ever. I'm curious to get your thoughts on moving into a rebuild. We've heard Bo Horvat and the Columbus Blue Jackets kind of in rumors over the past couple of days. Heard Frank on Frank yeah. Cervelli on our show, Elliot Friedman as well. Um, with that, is that enough to signal a rebuild? Or because he's a UFA after this year, is it Bo 
and then something and then something and then hey we're actually in a rebuild like because i feel like there might be a way for the canucks to you know take another one of these easy way outs where they just trade bo horvat and then try and just quick retool right like we want to rebuild we want to see his team build something up with potentially the young players and Pedersen and hughes but is it do you need more than horvat or is that just like does that worry you that that might be the only thing they end up doing here well, maybe the only thing they can do because yep. of the JT Miller deal, uh, you know, that, 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 that has hamstrung from the outside looking in seems to have hamstrung, uh, uh, them a whole lot because there, there was a piece that people thought, okay, you can get a 99 point player, a little bit older. You can get something for him. And it just didn't happen. They decided to resign him, you know, for seven years plus this season. So that makes it a little bit difficult. But I think at this point, if you've got the Bo Horvat chip to play, and if indeed they see what they have on the ice, which isn't that good right now, maybe they do focus on a rebuild. It's just too bad they made that move. Now, having said that, you hear all this stuff lately, this week anyway, about Eric Carlson moving. Mm. Well, if he moves on from San Jose with all that time and money left, that's going to be frustrating for Canucks fans because they'll, they will say, well, what about what, if, if – San Jose can move Carlson, and I know they have to eat some of the salary. If they can move Carlson, can't you move JT Miller? So yeah. just get a focus and move on from there. What's your take on the goaltending situation right now? Like, Thatcher Demko struggled out of the gate. He gets the start tonight, but we've basically seen him and Spencer Martin splitting starts. Like, what do you make of this situation right now? What does anybody make? I mean, nobody saw this coming. Of all the things to go wrong, the one thing you thought they had right was the goaltending situation. You know, Demko as top a top five, top six goaltender in the league, maybe a Vezina candidate, which there were whispers of uh, last year, uh, and then and then Spencer Martin, a solid backup. But right now, there's that question of, well, do you ride Martin? I know Demko's starting tonight, from my understanding. You know, do you ride Martin while he's winning, especially if you're Boudreaux and you're worried about your job? Uh, I, I like, what do you do? I think what you do is, if Demko is indeed healthy, and you know, from all indications, he is, despite the off-season surgery, which we don't know a, a whole lot about. I guess you, you just got to try to try to see if he and Ian Clark can work work their way out of this, because yeah. that's that's the only solution I find uh, right now. I, mean, I can think of right now. How big of, and we kind of touched on it in the opening here, but we said bright lights Van City tonight because it's the only NHL game on the docket. You're, you're going to see Thatcher Demko be there. I mean, like we said, maybe not everyone's going to tune in because everyone on the east side is going to be all asleep by 10 o'clock when the game starts here, but they'll see it in the highlight shows, right? Like tonight feels like there's actually more pressure than maybe we're thinking of on Demko for tonight's start. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then, you know, playing at home after what happened on the road, uh, just what's happened this whole season. Yeah, there's, there's some pressure there. You know, there's a couple of days between games, uh, which, mm-hmm. you know, builds up, uh, you know, you know, builds up the hype or non-hype uh, for a game. They're wearing their retros tonight. Yeah, there'll be some heat on them. You're an NHL goalie. You should be able to handle that. And, and look, a, a lot of times, and you see this at all levels, of sports where, you know, sometimes when there's heat on somebody, when you don't expect them to play well, that's when they, they uh, come up big. So we'll see what happens tonight. Donnie, are you upset about it as we are? The Kyle Burroughs looks like he's getting out of the lineup tonight in place of Riley Stillman. Oh, uh, I don't know if you watched our show today, but we were, we were pretty upset and I know you watch every day. Maybe you missed today, but uh, um, <laughs> yeah, it was, I just, I, I don't get how he plays over seven minutes in the third period 
in Buffalo and is real noticeable as somewhat of a rock out there. Obviously a fan favorite. Now that means nothing to Alvin and Rutherford. I understand that local kid, but he's a warrior. And I don't think they have enough of those guys out there. He stands up for his teammates. He, he pisses off the opposition left and right. He's smart and simple with the puck. I, I'm trying to fi- figure out, other than you know being undersized, maybe a little bit, well, what, what exactly is he not doing that, that Riley Stillman has? And, you know, people could talk about righty-lefty, but there was a practice not that long ago where he did practice on the left side, mm-hmm. and everybody said, oh, he's played there before. You know, and, and you, if you ask him, he'll, he'll tell you, I'm sure he wants to be in the lineup tonight. On the left side, right side, whatever the case may be, I just, I'm just trying to figure out what they, what they don't see. And, again, uh, other than maybe size, I can't, I can't figure it out. And, and the other thing, guys – I wonder if this is at play here. I get the sense that Bruce Boudreaux loves minor leaguers, loves guys that have spent a lot of time in the minor leagues. And maybe Alvin and Rutherford, you know, think of themselves, well, there's a reason the guy's been in the minor leagues for a long time. Um, Boudreaux spent a lot of time in the minor leagues. So I think he has a soft spot in his heart for those guys. But in this case, I think it's justified. I just, I'm trying to figure out what exactly Burroughs doesn't do. Is he Bobby Orr? No. But he's pretty good, certainly good enough to be a third-pairing NHL defenseman. I think that's the way we look at it. And we talked about this, I think, on yesterday's show. Burroughs feels like the blueprint player of, hey, yeah, maybe they're not a great player, but those are the type of guys you want to watch if your team's in a rebuild, right? Like, you'd like to have a couple forwards that play like Kyle Burroughs does if this team does commit to a rebuild. You'd like to see guys like Luke Shen. You'd like to see guys like even Curtis Lazar, Dakota Joshua, like guys that are going to make things exciting a little bit moving forward here. And I just... Yeah, I think we talked about it just before you came on here, Donnie. But with Stillman, I don't know. The way I'm looking at it is, it like is he playing because that he, you know, the general manager made a trade for him, and now this guy needs to play because he talked about him being a bottom pairing guy. That that's the only thing. Like when throwing it around, that's the only thing we can think why he's in the lineup instead of Burroughs. Well, you, you you mentioned all those players. The other thing about those guys is they don't cost much. Yeah. So exactly. when you're rebuilding and you you know you, you've got uh, um, cap considerations. The kind of guys you want, want in the lineup, and I think too, you know, when you're talking about rebuilding, and I know I understand that you know the Canucks are, are, aren't there yet, but can you imagine like the the, the example of a guy like Burroughs or Lazar, where they oh, yeah. bounced around, they're hanging in there, they're great personalities, just the, the example that those guys would set. I mean, yeah, the stars set a, a good example, but a lot of times, what what a JT Miller does, or or any great player in that, most players can't relate to that. But they can relate to working your ass off and sticking around, having a you know, getting a national hockey league job and doing what it takes to be a good pro. And I think those guys are like that. I, I'm 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 all for what you what you just said there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, another week. We'll see what happens next week. And Donnie, every day we get the double Donnie and Dolly show. We pick it up at twelve because we start going at one o'clock. Quads mm-hmm. every day. You know it's on the TV when we get in there. So keep doing what you guys are doing. We we love it. Uh, everybody in BC is loving what you guys are doing. So uh, yeah, super happy to see you and Donnie having or you and Dolly having so much success here. Well, also uh, keep in mind that uh, I'm also partial to to your show. Nothing against you, Chris, but Quads Fair is enough. from North Burnaby, the greatest place on, on earth. Uh, there is that, and also you guys know this too. And we try to give you as much credit as possible. We use a lot. Of, we steal a lot of your stuff, just so you know. Hey, we, we steal a lot, a lot of yours too. 
Yeah, you, you you guys are doing a great job. Really appreciate it. Yeah, Quads is giving me crap because we do our show. We do a city to a city. I picked Burnaby today, and he's like, "It's got to be North Burnaby." I don't, I yeah. don't know this and whole. Someone in the chat here. before we let you go, Johnny. Someone in the chat asked if you could uh, specify the difference between North Burnaby and South Burnaby because I specified it for people, and they said, "What's the difference?" Um, I, I've got a few things in mind, but I want to hear your take on it. Well, you know, if, if we're talking in geography, we're talking north of of, the, of, high, the, of Highway One. So, so, so there's that, and also uh, I think uh, just I, you know I don't want to get myself in trouble with people from South Burnaby, <laughs> but North Burnaby's got the lake, it's got the mountain, it's just it's beautiful. Confederation Park, you know, all the nice restaurants on 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 Hastings. Come on, can't find I mean, a trophy. Can't you know, find a trophy in South Burnaby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, I don't, again, I don't want to upset anybody. And obviously, uh, you and I are we're partial to our hometown. That's the way it goes. And it's North Burnaby. And uh, you know, I used to do the show with Moj. He claimed there was no such thing as North Burnaby and South Burnaby. It was just Burnaby. I grew up there. I beg to differ. Yeah. So there's, there's a difference. That. And you know what? People from South Burnaby, are, uh, feel free to rip us. That's just fine. <laughs> All right. I I grew up in South Nanaimo, and I remember those North Nanaimo folk. They sound Ooh. like you two here. Yeah. <laughs> the gated community of North Burnaby. Yeah. All right, Don. Appreciate you joining yeah. us, man. We'll do it again. Hey, time, guys. There he is. Don Taylor joining us there from Donnie and Dolly. Love, oh, love getting Don on always, the show. Before, I remember time. we had Don on the podcast before, and I swear it was like 15 minutes of you guys just talking about Burnaby before we even got going, and it might have rolled into the podcast, actually. We did. We did. That, so Yeah, we talked about North here. Burnaby a lot, and, uh, oh, geez, I was laughing there. Um, we we talked about doing a Patreon together right. where uh, it was just him and I just talking about North Burnaby, and we teach you uh, things about North Burnaby. But, yeah, as we, I said, you, you won't find a trophies in South Burnaby. We touched on something there. And no free I, ads, but trophies. Yeah, I know. You, you, You've you been trophies. to trophies too. I've been to trophies. I like the Italian delis. I like. Oh, them sorry. Before, sorry. I know you want to say something. Hold okay. it. Keep it in your head. But we should mention that all of our guests yep. are uh, brought to you by the great folks at Zephyr Epic. Promo code Hockey Season. Capital H, capital S. Burnaby to Brooks. Word. Okay. All you Brooks to Burnaby, Burnaby to Brooks. Anywhere in Canada. We. I brought something up there with Donnie that I wanted to, to dive into here before we, and I don't think we're going to actually spend much time on the prospects, to be honest. Not a lot going on. I'll touch on the uh, the stuff that I talked to you with uh, with uh, the Jur Gardens general manager. We'll get to that in a minute. But in, in moving Bo Horvat, does it take more than that to signal a rebuild? I, I think 100%. Like, I, I think that's the that's the easy one. That's the ball that's teed up for you is trading Bo Horvat to start to signal a rebuild. Yeah. For me, it's like, Swinging at the 90-mile-an-hour pitches coming later of, can you move Miller? Can you move Myers? Can you move these other players? But with Horvat, I've seen, you know, Frank said it on our show yesterday. I also saw Elliot Friedman tweeting about it today. Or, or people were tweeting out quotes of Elliot Friedman anyways. Him talking about the Blue Jackets and Horvat being involved. And I'll tell you what. Looking at the Blue Jackets prospect pool, I got pretty damn excited. Seeing some of the players that could be there in a trade for Bo Horvat because I think he's going to get you back a pretty decent amount. Which I was also surprised that, like the Blue Jackets are last in the Metro, right? Like they're the they're yeah. the worst team in the Metro. Yeah. So I'm yeah. not sure. Like I, I think with them, it's going to have to take a sign and trade for Bo Horvat to go there, right? That's the goal that they're looking for. But man, can I just ring off some prospects from the Blue Jackets for a second? Sure. I don't think you're getting Ken Johnson. He was a fifth overall pick in the 2021 draft. He's in the NHL right now. I don't think you're getting him. But Kirill Merchenko, 
who played with Vasily Podkolzin on Podkolzin. I know you say Kuzmenko played years and years with him. You didn't watch any of these quads. Kirill Marchenko hey, I actually remember him. did him. I remember him from the games that I did watch. Yeah, so he played with Podkolzin at Ska for, you know, that was that young person, that young player line. It was him and Morozov, uh, which Morozov, I just saw the other day, actually. Who's he with? Uh, the, the Silver Knights. He's out with the Silver Knights oh. now. I saw him in the AHL. Uh, but Marchenko's in the AHL right now, ripping it up as a 22-year-old. He's got eight goals and six assists, 14 sorry, points in he, 12 games. He's in Columbus's system too? Yep, he's with the, uh, what are the, the monsters out Maybe, there. Maybe uh, Columbus wants Pud Colson. Nah, throw it in there. Colson. But uh, don't even get me started. Unprotected first? Would you do Pod Colson oh. and Horvat for an unprotected first and a, one of these prospects that you like? I think so. Yeah. Unprotected yeah. first, like the worst team in the metro right now. Columbus yeah. is still going to lose games even if they get Bo Horvat. Oh yeah! If you get an unprotected first and you're keeping your first pick, like that's that's enough to change your franchise route. All this talk about rebuild, so. you get a, arguably two top ten picks. No, but he, okay. So I mentioned those two players, right? Those are two sure. of their forwards. Marchenko's probably the one. I don't think they're moving Ken Johnson, but the defense, play, the defenseman that they have. David Yurichek, who they drafted sixth overall in this most recent draft. Denton Matichuk, who they drafted this most twelfth uh, overall in this most recent draft. Uh, Corson Kuhlmans, who is uh, well, he was like twenty seventh or something in, in a couple years ago. He's he's nineteen years old, playing in Wisconsin. Right shot defenseman there again. Adam Bokefist, twenty two year old. What was that same as the Pedersen draft? I think with Bokefist. I believe it was huge. Or was it the Hughes? Yeah, it was huge draft because I really like Bokefist in that draft. Uh, playing junior hockey out of Sweden and Liam Foodie as well, twenty two. So like they have these guys in that range of twenty two that I think if that's the way the Canucks want to move forward here, where this isn't a five year rebuild, but instead is like a two three year rebuild, and they're looking for this, the Blue Jackets have these twenty two year olds. They have Foodie, they have Bokvist, they have Marchenko, they have twenty two year olds that you like in a two three years to be playing with a Quinn Hughes. So. Couple of options there. Uh, Jordan Dumas as well, who's uh, ripping it up in the QMJHL. I think he was a third round pick in the most recent draft. I really liked him. Wrote about him a bunch of Canucks Army. The other guy I wrote about, um, do you remember when I wrote the article about uh, coming into the draft about like the biggest players? They got that. Then there was that, oh, six, yeah, foot, yeah, yeah. There was that six foot seven Russian to appease who was the playing Canucks in junior Army hockey. Yeah, because everyone wanted a big body. There was that six foot seven, 240 pound Russian who was putting the puck between his legs. And scoring ridiculous goals, he did the uh, he did the Michigan. This guy's yeah. six seven yeah. monster. He was in the fourth round. Uh, they got him as well. Career uh, Kirill uh, Dols Dolzenkov. Kirill sounds, Dolzenkov sounds right to me. Um, out of he was a fourth round pick of the least. I love him too. I think he was he was a lot of fun to watch as a prospect. Probably not a top prospect, but he was a fourth round pick. So, so what you're saying is there's there's it, a there's, trade to be made. There's a trade to be made. It might not even be like draft. Like they have enough prospects where I don't even know if you need draft picks. Oh, from you the, need draft picks. No, you, you if you're getting picks. a, a, a Matichuk, like, do you remember how much the Canucks yeah, love Yeah, okay, Matichuk, sure, okay. 18, like, they have, that's the thing. They have an 18-year-old Matichuk. They have an 18-year-old Yerichuk. I think these guys are going to be very you hard gotta to get. you got to get a pick. you gotta, you got to get, like, a 2024 20, second and Matichuk if you're trading Horvath. Sure, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But think about it. Like, this, you know, Matichuk was 12th overall. Yerichuk was 6th overall. The value there in these type of players and adding them to your prospect pool is massive. Yeah, like they didn't instantly beat the Canucks top prospect. Yeah, just looking at this prospect pool for the Blue Jackets, if you keep hearing these rumors from, I think, two of the biggest insiders in hockey in uh, seeing what Friedman's saying, like, I don't know, man. Him and Frank talking about the same team with Horvat, like, they're hearing it from the same source, likely. And you then you go and you look at this prospect pool for the Blue Jackets, and you're like, yeah, get going. Like, get going onto this deal because their prospect pool, I love their prospect pool. 
And it got even better at this most recent draft. So yeah, there's some exciting players there. They have right shot defensemen. They have left shot defensemen. They have forwards. They have centers. I, I, I like the rumors that I'm hearing right now. If, if this is a team that you're going to start to look to move, I'm just very surprised that the Blue Jackets are in on him as the last team in the Metro right now. So, hey, well, I mean, it's a chance to get a guy long term, right? If he yeah. if he wants to play there, you know, they just got Johnny Gaudreau long term. You get the chance to play like. Johnny Gaudreau is the best winger that Bo Horvat would have ever played with. Yeah, and looking at the and, and Line on his looked, other side, you know, Horvat really fits into what that team's doing. But I yeah. do think it's got to be a sign and trade, right? I think that's the thing about Columbus is would would Bo Horvat look at Columbus even in free agency? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe like maybe something whatever they're you know selling it in the water there for for Gaudreau. Uh, maybe they want to do the same for Horvat, but. Yeah, I think it would be sign and trade situation. If you can get a sign and trade done, I really want to see the Canucks push for some of these top end prospects. And like I said, like there's a, the, I know you said you need a pick, and you probably do need a pick at some point. But there's enough prospects to like put something together and make a move. Like you don't, I seriously think there's, and I'm not saying this like set in stone, but in my eyes, there's enough prospects here in this system that you could like that bring enough value where you really don't even need a draft pick. Like there's enough of these 18 to 22 year old players. You know, a couple years ahead of what they were when they were drafted. Anyways. That's a quicker way to rebuild. And I think that's the way the Canucks want to go. Like, with Patterson and Hughes, mm-hmm. I don't know if they want draft picks as much as looking at a prospect pool like sure. this and seeing what you can get. It's so a good I'm alternative. I like it. I like your idea. Uh, right. Okay. Quick Speaking little of- thing about the pro. I did. I missed this yesterday. Sure. Uh, Danilo Klimovich was getting some time on the first line uh, on Wednesday night in the AHL. So they got a couple games against uh, the Marlies this weekend. So I just wanted to get to that real quick because I think uh, – Listen, I wrote about it on Tuesday night, and then it happens on Wednesday. I'm not saying that they read Canucks Army over there in Abbotsford, but I'd be ashamed if they didn't because I'm out there enough. They do. We got a listener, Joel Jackson. Uh, I'm not a big fan of his, but uh, he jumped in the chat and said, North Burnaby's too busy and has lots of bad drivers. Hey, I'll I'll, I'll admit to that. (laughs) The Brentwood area is just a nightmare. Oh, I don't like driving around. Oh, and it's it's bad. But the North Burnaby that Donnie and I grew up in, well, I guess we grew up in different versions, but... You know, you know the the version that I grew up in is closer to what Donnie grew up in than what mm. it is right now. Okay. And you know, I grew up like what two years ago. We talked about me hitting puberty um, on yesterday's show, so uh, I don't want to get into it too much. But yeah, I, I'll admit North Burnaby's getting a little bit softball busy as well. Stillman and Burroughs are one inch different. Same, okay, I can't believe. It. Okay, but so, hold on a sec because we both still, no. We got to get to the bed. I'm sorry. Okay, well, hang on, hang on, because we both stood. I saw that. We've both stood next to these guys. Kyle Burroughs ain't that much taller than me, and Riley Stillman's definitely taller oh, than yeah. me. Oh, yeah. I think the stat might be I a think the stat right. might be a little Connor Garlandy there. No, but Burroughs isn't tiny. No, like, Burroughs isn't small. undersized. Absolutely not. I'm not even, you know, I like you know, Donnie made a good point that maybe that's what they're looking at. I still, but today, I can't get over Stillman it. Stillman is bigger than Burroughs, and I don't think the difference is one Ooh, I don't, uh, Yeah, one I think seeing in person, I think, I don't it's, think more. it's more. But, yeah, you know, I, more. I, I still get blown away. Like, Tyler Myers walked by me today. I'm not just like, this guy's seven feet. He's so damn tall. Imagine how I feel. Oh, I know. I couldn't even. Hey, he's imagine. like using the top of his locker that's nobody else even touches. That's where he keeps Everybody reaches up really high. That's and where his you just toss there. your gloves up there. But yeah, yeah, his yeah, yeah, are, yeah. Exactly. Anyways, All right. Okay. Uh, Betway. Yeah, I got a good one today. Couple. Of, well, like I said, it's the only game today. Uh, the Vancouver Canucks and LA Kings. And I feel I feel good about this one once again. Uh, Pedersen and Fiala both to get a point tonight. You get that at plus 110 over on Betway, 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 Betway. You can get that plus 110. Pedersen and Fiala, they both need to get a point. Uh, just made like 45 bucks there on that one. Uh, LA Kings to win over 6.5 total goals and Fiala to score. That's a little a little pre-built bet they got over there on Betway. So Kings to win over 6.5 total goals and Fiala to get two points in this game at plus 850. 
So uh, I like that one too because I just Fiala like I love watching Fiala play against Vancouver. Listen, if the Canucks were like trying to win games, I probably wouldn't like it as much. But you know, as a loss gets you maybe closer to hopefully getting a chance to to get you know in the Bedard sweepstakes. I, I love watching Fiala tonight. I think he plays against he plays so good against Vancouver every time he plays. So uh, I think he's a treat to watch. Absolutely. I, what are you doing can, over there? I'm getting the article ready because we got to get this oh out my there. Goodness gracious! You, you know, you talk about uh, Nation Network, you talk about Canucks Army. I'm under the gun too, Chris. I'm under the gun, but I like those bets. Yeah, uh, also, have t- I got to have a talk here with these Nation Network folks <laughs> at Canucks Army. Uh, we've got our Betway bets of the day series. Nikhil's running those, and he's doing a great job. And I got to tell you, I did a couple of them over the weekend when Nikhil was away. I don't mm-hmm. bet much personally. I nailed it. I nailed all my bets. Well, most really? of them. I came out positive. No, what's a you? You're big on the pickums for football, I did, right? I said maybe well, next Friday you will see. You might you might do the the betway bet. Yeah, I've week. been I've been in this pickum league with uh, my girlfriend's family. You and, said eight and three last week or something. You had a good week. Oh yeah, I, I'm Another near the week? top of that league, and I have been since the start of the year. I had a little hiccup, uh, which I had to hear about because we went to the Western Conference Final or the okay. Lions versus Stampeders Western yep. Semifinal, excuse me, uh, with her parents, and they're both in the league, and I've been giving them the business, so yep. they gave Go it back Lions. to me. Um, it was a good time though. Also, I got to get this in there. Uh, Anton's people brought up Anton's in the chat. Mm-hmm. It ain't it. Like we've we've been to some good Italian places in Burnaby. We've also been to some bad ones. Not naming. We've names. also been to one that was really good and now is bad. Yeah, we're not we're not we've naming. Seen names. them all. We're not naming names. We've seen it all. Especially me. I, I've been I've been around for a while now. Mm. Uh, eating the Italian food. Anton's ain't it. Anton's isn't my my cup of tea. I understand people like it. And cup it, of espresso, you'd say? Yeah, it's not my cup of espresso, uh, personally. Okay. But uh, the girlfriend really likes it, which is a problem. We haven't been together. Um, and, yeah, it's, uh, I don't think she's going back there anytime soon. Sounds like you guys are about to break up. <laughs> we haven't been together. It's <laughs> sad times. She's never been in, like, the year, okay. you know. Fair enough. Well, hey, two I plus like years. Friday, just want to give a shout-out to everyone. Have a great weekend. Appreciate everybody in the chat coming by. We always have a lot of fun with everyone in the chat. Uh, as per usual, another good day on the chat. Uh, if you haven't get a, if you don't get a chance, if you're just listening to the podcast, swing by at one time on YouTube. We're we're live from one to about one forty five, uh, Monday to Friday, and the chat's a lot of fun. You know, it's it's like a text inbox that you would see back in the day on uh, ten forty. Yeah, we had a first time right? like, uh, first uh, time watcher or yeah. live watcher today. No, Unplugged cool. asked what's wrong with Anton's. You give me a DM on Instagram Ooh, or Twitter. I'm already getting my apps confused. All right, off here. Uh, on that we'll wrap it up there for my co-host Chris Faber and our technical producer Alex Allard. My name is David Quadrelli. Our thanks to Don Taylor of Donnie and Dolly for joining us. This has been the Canucks Conversation. That view blue skies into the weekend. Thanks for listening to Canucks Conversation. Delivered by DoorDash. Hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. How about keep it to a thank you, Jim? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.